ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you once again for joining me for this episode of Spotlight Conversations. And, um, you know, it's the holiday season, and I'd like to wish each and every one of you and your families a safe, healthy, and prosperous Christmas and New Year season, and Happy Kwanzaa also, and Happy Hanukkah as well. Uh, today, I'm very blessed to have with me a young man that I featured on Spotlight on As in Poetry quite a few years back, and he's still doing his thing on the saxophone, and um, it's just a pleasure for me to finally have, uh, you know, be able to have a conversation with the one and only Rod Tate. Welcome to Spotlight Conversation. Thanks for having me, man. How you doing, my brother? Hey, I'm you know, I'm I'm living the life, man, living the dream. It's just uh you know, the Lord woke me up today, so I'm excellent. You know what I mean? Hey, that's that's always the start right there. That's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh-huh. sure is. It sure is. Yeah, everybody yeah. better recognize where it comes from. Okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um so let's start off with, uh, uh, tell us where you're from and, and um, name some of your early uh, influences as far as your life and as far as the music goes. Uh, I was born in San Francisco, but I grew up in St. Louis. Oh, wow. It's, it's just so many. But I would, um, I would kind of start with Grover. Uh, Grover and um, as as time went on of course um, John Coltrane Dexter Gordon Cannonball Adderley um, Sonny Stitt Sonny Rollins uh, Bill Evans the piano player uh, Miles Davis of course Um, and I could just go on and on just just yeah you Many Houston it. person to get that Texas thing going, that Texas sound. Uh, Houston person, uh, Pharaoh Sanders, just so many. <laughs> yeah, you just you, you just ran the gamut of some of the, uh, the Jane Texas M. Legends of jazz. <laughs> sure, yeah. Sure. Is anyone else in your family uh, musically inclined or even poetically inclined? Since this spotlight on jazz and poetry any of your other mm-hmm. uh you know any family uh involved musically uh my great grandmother she was a pianist uh that played in church and things like that and um it was a blessing she lived to be 106 Aww. and so i got yeah. a chance to you know kind of be around her a lot um uh my uncle had an uncle that played tenor sax but I wasn't around him much I just heard you know through the family and everything like that and that uh, he even you know was like childhood friends and used to play a little bit with Miles Davis uh, you know when they were young he you know he wasn't Miles yet <laughs> yeah um, yeah and uh my father played around with the trombone and my mom played piano a little bit and um 
but I guess you could say I was the first one, you know, to really pursue it. Yeah, I see that you had um, um, some mentors in in school when you were in high school. Um, yeah, with Bob. Bob Bolges. Did I say that? Did I say his name right? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Normandy High School. Explain that yeah. experience. Um, that that was a that was a great experience because uh, Mr. Bolges was the type of band director. He was tough, and he pushed us like be beyond where we were. So we were always pushing to the next level. In, in the music that he would present to us and you know putting the work in you know to get it the best as we can and um, one of my uh, I should say one of my uh, one of my uh, first I say, just use the word idol you know as a kid you know um, a real life person that I knew and was actually a couple of years older than me in high school. And his name is Eric Person. And um, he's a popular saxophonist around the New York area now. Uh, he, I think he's been there probably 40 years now. Um, but he was like one of the first of uh, some uh, young guy that I knew was serious about the music. And, uh, and he was the kind of the one that, you know, started kind of mentioning you know some of the people that i went on to uh to listen to a lot he was he was the first to kind of start mentioning you know train and bird and all that type of stuff to me and i was like okay you know and um and then i had another uh the experience there it, it was just great it was just uh musically it was just great because he was always pushing us i would say you know, and that was very valuable. That influence of uh, Mr. Bolges was very valuable to me. So, what did you um, after high school? How did you take those those early lessons and uh, experiences? Um, where did you go from there? From high school. Okay, pretty much after high school, I went to. Uh, uh, SIU Edwardsville, Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville. And uh, the things I really took was the discipline, mm. you know, and the work ethic, you know. And even today, uh, I've been playing for 45 years now. And, um, you know, I still practice like I did when I first started. You know, that whole discipline thing, always trying to search to get to the next level because it's a never ending journey. You know, it's not a, a, a sprint. It's really a marathon. It's a journey that you never arrive to your destination. And that's how I approach music, you know, because, you know, it's, it's so big. It's so much bigger than us. And it's always something more to learn and to expand on. So those are the type of lessons, uh, that I, I took from uh, Mr. Bolges and and uh, and it's just always been there to always keep pushing. And uh, so at SIU, um, uh, my band director uh, was Brett Stamps. He's a uh, trombonist um, 
in his personal musical life. And he played with Stan Kenton for a while and um, just was a solid cat and um, learned a lot, learned a lot from him as well. But those those were the things that I took on to college. And you've had a long, you've been rolling so far because this is far from over for 45 years. Man. That's a long time. Yeah, well, that's how long I've been playing, but, you know, actually pursuing, you know, uh, starting to, you know, to get my sound and try to, you know, make my mark in the music. That that started probably, I'm going to say, it was about 1992 when I really huh. began to do that. Yeah. Okay, so... Um have you done any work with any um, any groups, or have you just stuck with the uh, the smaller like yourself doing solo stuff and uh, duos? Oh no, I um I had a band for about eleven years or so, and um and that was uh that was that was really cool, and and I you know I played with other people and all that type of stuff as well. Um. But yeah, I did have a band for about eleven years or so, mm. and um, and I was doing the solo piece and the duo thing as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I did have my band, I was we were able to uh, to do a couple of projects, and uh, I do have one on my website even now. Uh, we did a live project, you know, uh, live and concert type of deal, and uh, I was glad we were able to document that time. So. So, uh, you know, that the music can, can uh, live on. What, do you do anything, um, uh, since you've been in the music for a long time and in the St. Louis, uh, Missouri mm-hmm. area, do you do anything with uh, any foundations or any, um, you know, community-based uh, organizations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see, something I do yearly and I've been doing it for the last uh, 22 years, is um, the Demetrius Johnson Foundation. And Demetrius Johnson is a, a, a ex-NFL player. He played with the Detroit Lions uh, back when Barry Sanders was there. Mm. And uh, he has a foundation here uh, that serves uh, low-income children and... Um, and communities man this guy has a big heart man and uh each year he has a celebrity golf tournament and uh i provide music for that uh every year right you know in the on the golf course and everything so that's that's uh that's something i do annual that's cool giving back to the community that's what it's all about right oh yeah absolutely absolutely Spotlight on jazz and poetry concentrates on both genres, jazz and poetry. Now, I know you're multifaceted as far as you do gospel, you do R&B, you do all different kinds of music. Why do you think jazz is so important uh, to our culture? Well, first of all and foremost, it's it's really the only true American art form. In my opinion, you know, know, all the uh, the bases that that are in jazz the blues piece the gospel piece all of it it's just it's just so important 
you know, to uh, to really keep this tradition alive because, you know, a lot of the stations are, have fallen off, you know, because we got satellite radio and all different types of things. And, and we have, uh, the jazz piece is a, a very small part of the overall musical market now. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just... It's just a, a vibrant art form, uh, something that was pretty much a staple of society, you know, um, through, throughout, you know, America's history. So uh, it's very vital, you know, as vital as, you know, rock or anything else. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I always I like to stress that when I'm talking to people especially our younger people, um, you know, our younger generation, because mm -hmm. jazz, jazz was it. That was the dance music back in the day. Exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, shoot, the Lindy Hop right. and all that kind of stuff, man. That, mm -hmm. that was the mm -hmm. And then, you know, it fell off because that's why I'm so, um, personally, I'm so fed up with all of these uh, uh, awards programs because they never... They never, or if they do, it's behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. Or they, they'll say, yeah. use the word yeah. earlier yeah. that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. right. 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 Uh-huh. You know, they don't get center stage a lot. Now, I understand, you know, uh, you know, marketing and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, you know, sales and, and that right. sort of thing. But I think they should always pay homage to the foundation of all music absolutely because that's what it's supposed to be about and it's not yeah. just the popular music of the day right mm -hmm. right you know and and that's I, I don't even watch i don't even watch any of that grammy american music i don't watch yeah. any of that i, I really I don't, don't either as much anymore mm -hmm. Because it's it's uh it's so political, basically. Yeah. In a nutshell, that's yeah. you know it's not really even about the music no more. You know, right. it's, too, it's just the music is just so vast and it's just uh, underseen, if you will, <laughs> or underheard. Mm -hmm. You know, different right. genres are left off. You know, and and it's just a shame, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I um, you know, it's uh, it, it's a shame. I mean, I we could we could talk about that for right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let me yeah, ask you, absolutely, man. The, the, the past couple of years, you know, we've been devastated by this pandemic. You know what I mean? This COVID nineteen mm -hmm. pandemic, and it has affected all areas of life. There's just no way that it couldn't. Um, right. What has it done? as far as your uh, your musical career and and how are you trying to um still be creative uh during this period well uh it affected me directly uh my whole household had it back in february wow. and for the whole month of february uh you know, we were pretty much gone in that COVID mode. And uh, it was a little touch and go with my wife for a minute. But thank the Lord that uh, 
you know, she she was able to pull all the way through. But uh, yeah, yeah. But that was uh, that was that COVID thing is a terrible thing, and what it did creatively for me. Uh, once I uh, got out of that and was able to write and stuff again, uh, songwriting, I just you know I just been getting songs like crazy, and so this year I uh, put out two projects. Um, earlier in the year, I think uh, uh, earlier this year, I put out a project called Healing, and um, and it was pretty much, you know, just reflecting on um, what I had gone through, me and my family with with COVID, and a representation of going through the healing phase. That was what that was uh, about. And then later in the year, uh, August, I put back, I put out a project uh, back together. And um, again, you know, just uh, paying homage to my family, you know, uh, of being able to come back together. Because that was a, that was a dark month, I'd say. You know, kind of like in a fog. That COVID thing is, is for real. That thing is real. You know, and uh, lost a lot of people. Industry-wise, of course, everything shut down. You know, you couldn't have told me. I couldn't even imagine a situation in which uh, there's no opportunity to go out and play. (laughs) You know, that was just something, you know, speaking to, you know, some of my musician friends, it was like, wow, man, I couldn't even imagine a situation where there is no uh event centers or uh uh, parties you know hotels or events or whatever the case may be that we couldn't go play so that was that was pretty devastating but you know by the grace of god and the wisdom of god uh you know learning how to transition that stuff online at least that was some form of outlet to be able to you know be in front of people and to uh deliver your expression so um you know that changed but that it opened up another avenue so in the midst of of a storm another blessing came out of you know being able to utilize the online platform in another way Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and things are still not 100% back open and all that type of thing, really. It's still little regulations on things, but, you know, it's a blessing to see things starting to come around. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm so glad. Uh, God bless you and your family. I'm so glad that, um, that everybody pulled through that, um, you know, and, and hope everybody stays safe and... and you know, because yeah. it's devastating, and, and you you know uh, from probably either you and I talking about it or you seeing it online, maybe on my Facebook page, but mm-hmm. um, and knowing that I just retired uh, as a respiratory therapist, I was doing it for forty two years. Right, and right, right. So I was in the I was on the front line with that thing. And oh man! You know, with this COVID, and then with. You know, um, health issues that my wife was going through, 
Right, you know, right. It was, I was just praying, praying that I didn't, uh, you know, bring any of that stuff home. And, and yeah, through God's yeah. grace, through God's grace, I was able not to, uh, you know, either have it or, you know, have any of that in my house. So mm -hmm. that was a blessing right there. Oh, absolutely. But it was, man. I've, seen, I've, I've seen the people in the intensive care unit and, <sighs> and, you know, in the the rest of the hospital rooms and right, and it that this thing is too man. It, man, I know that was devastating to see that it. on the yeah. And man, I uh, yeah, yeah, I know that was devastating to see that just constantly. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. And listening to the numbers, you know, across the country right. and around the world. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that, um, yeah, I, uh, I had a situation after COVID, man. I, I didn't even think I was going to be able to play again, man. Because, um, let's see, I went through COVID in February and so throughout the month of March I didn't play at all and so I finally tried to start I think it was the end of March and I couldn't even play more than uh, five minutes or something like that I just didn't have the win or the stamina and I was like wow am I you know am I having long term effects that's what I'm thinking I'm like what in the world is going on you know because you know, you've been doing something for so long. It's like, you know, a part of you, like an arm or a leg. And uh, not to be able to do it, you know, was was kind of funny. But, you know, just by praying and, you know, uh, kept pressing on and pressing. And finally by, you know, April, I was able to play maybe a you know a little longer probably maybe at that time maybe about 45 minutes and it really took to about the the end of of may to to be back at 100 percent. you know moving on moving on from the uh the covid like i said i'm i'm glad that um you know that you're you're well and your wife and family are doing better um, yeah thank you, man. Being, thank you yeah yeah so uh, you did the two projects uh, this year. Mm -hmm. um, are there any gigs opening up in St. Louis or the surrounding area that's that's coming up for you? Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to uh, going to be doing a a, a Christmas concert uh, this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, at a um, at a church called Friendly Temple North. Um, from 11 to 1 um, free admission type of deal and um, really looking forward to that you know just uh, you know in the time we live in man just to hopefully you know be able to to bring some Christmas cheer to people man oh yeah you know just you know a moment of not having to, to worry about nothing just come into a space for you know an hour and a half or whatever and you know soak in the holiday spirit man yeah well i'm a you know and you know from before but i'm gonna let you know now i'm a fan a big fan of yours and your uh and your music 
um, in general. But I, oh, most definitely, you're welcome. But I love your Christmas renditions that you do. I mean, you know, your arrangements are just uh, wonderful. One in particular that I really love mm-hmm. is Hark the Herald. Hark the Herald. Angel oh, okay. That, okay. That's one of my that's one of my favorites from you and actually I'm uh featuring that as well as some other of your Christmas music right now on Spotlight okay. on Jazz and Poetry on the website. So um you know, people can listen to some of your your love music because you're you definitely into a smooth type of vibe. But they also get a chance to listen to some of your uh, your holiday music too to put everybody in the holiday spirit. Uh, so that's that's right now. I'm, I left you a message to let you know that it was currently up. Oh, um, I actually I actually went and I listened to it, man. Uh, last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, I listened. Yeah, it, it was it was in the wee hours of the morning, man. <laughs> but I had my headphones on. And it was just something, man. I was just listening through, man. And uh, it's a lot of things I hadn't heard, man, in, in a long time, man. And just brought back some memories on some of those things. So yeah, that, well, that's, that's that was really, really nice how you put it together, brother. Really. Props, oh, man, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I appreciate that because, you know, yeah. like I said, I'm a fan. And I like to hit, like, all your different eras. And because it was all good music throughout. You know what I mean? You you oh. didn't just all of a sudden just start playing good music. You've been playing good music for a long time. You know oh, what I mean? thank and, you, brother. <laughs> thank yeah, you, man. And, and, Appreciate yeah, that, man. And, and and writing some good stuff. You know what I mean? So, and and also your um your tribute album. You got so much music. You got man, look, you got so much music. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I can't even you know. And I'm not saying it just because I got you on on the phone right now, but uh, you got so you got a lot of music, and it's all good. I haven't heard anything that I didn't like. Man, I wow, brother, 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 man, I, I appreciate that, man, because from my perspective, man, it's and I, this is a phrase that I use often, man. The music for me is about the people on the other side of the horn. You know, I get joy from it because I love playing music. I love creating it. And I love uh, doing arrangements and things. I love all of that, man. But if people are being touched, man, that's just like sending me to the moon, man, when I hear, you know, stuff like that, man. For real, because that's what it's about, man. Yeah, as it should. Because, I mean, you know, I look at it like this. And and I'm real honest about this. Um, You're independent artists need to be heard and also create just as much quality music as some of these people that are like household names you know what i mean right 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 you know as far as the level of musicality i put you right up there with some of the best for real um thank you man that only comes from that only comes from people that really really practice their art and are proud of their art and are proud of their um, their instrument and it it comes through in the music you know what I mean and the only oh, thing yeah. I haven't done the only thing I haven't done yet and it's gonna happen 
The only thing I haven't done yet is see you perform live, and then that'll just be it for me. I'll be like, okay, that's enough. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, but, um, you got a you got a big fan here in Philly, and hopefully one day um, when I do some of these live events that I do mm-hmm. here in Philly, maybe I could figure out a way to get you to come from St. Louis to uh, you know to perform and. And step into the Philly market, and maybe uh, some good things will happen to you that way too. I oh, appreciate it, man. For real, man. For real, man. Thank you. You know, yeah. So, um, let everybody know you, your uh, your website and where they can get some of this music, uh, especially in time for Christmas. Give everybody your website and you know whatever okay. kind of information you want to give them. Okay. Um, well, my my uh, website is rodtate.com and um, on there I have uh, Christmas music, I have uh, praise and worship gospel music, and uh, and what you were talking about, Clay, the uh, the tribute series. Yeah, I have four CDs, well, four albums because everything on my website is available as downloads single song or the full album but i have this tribute uh piece where uh it's four albums and it's a it's really a tribute to the songwriters and the artists from the 1970s all the way up to probably like the the mid uh uh mid uh 21st century up to about 2010 i'd say and uh, then um i have a lot of my um original music on there as well my latest project back together and healing all that is at ridetate.com and you can find a lot of my music uh on itunes amazon and pretty much wherever you you buy music online you you can find it there and um you can uh, catch me on Pandora on the Ride Tate channel, uh, Spotify, um, and uh, something that I'm trying to, I'm really getting going now. I just kind of really got into it this year is my YouTube channel. Uh, I've had it for a while, but this year I really started, you know, really getting into it. Uh, on my Ride Tate YouTube channel, um, it really features a lot of uh, what was going on during the pandemic, online little concerts that that I um, did, and as well as music uh, you can hear and and all of that. So um, those are the places you can find me online. Well, that's all right. That's all right. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, you wanted you would want to go to that website, Rod Tate dot com and get some of this music because it's uh rod is just a, a phenomenal uh musician songwriter arranger producer you know he does everything he probably drives a bus too thank you my brother he does it all he does it all he's uh you know he really sounds good and and you know, he's been a friend for years. Um, yeah. You know, 
and just a just a fantastic musician. So, uh, my brother, in closing, I would just like to ask you: you have the floor, say whatever you would like to say to the listeners, and if you have any advice for any budding uh, musicians or or entertainers, any kind of advice you would like to give. Um. Well, first of all, I want to take a moment to anybody who has been following me over the years. If you just finding out about me, I just want to thank you. I don't take you for granted. I appreciate it. And I understand that my music may not be for everybody, but those who is ordained to touch and it's one of you, I thank you. I thank you so very much. And I really mean that. And to uh, young and upcoming musicians, the very first thing I like to just say is practice, 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 practice. It ain't no room for ego because you never arrive. And it's about trying to find your own voice. And you do that by learning the ABCs. And the ABCs is what? I'm old school. You got to go and you got to listen to the cats. Train. You know, Sunday Stick, Dexter Gordon, Bird, Cannonball. So you can learn the language. And, you know, others. You need to listen, 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 listen. And practice. You know, and humility is a must. You know, because it's, it's, it's not about, you know all the competing and all that it's about trying to touch lives through your own personal unique voice and so i think that is very important and again it's not a sprint it's a marathon it's a race that you never arrive so enjoy the journey even the times when you hit walls and it feels like you might want to throw your horn down, your piano down, or a trumpet, or whatever the instrument may be. You want to quit. You press through those marks. Because it's times when stuff is, you know, it may not be clicking. And you just got to keep pressing. So my point with that is never give up. Keep pressing towards your mark. And see, I could go on and on about this place. So I'm, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and, and uh, those are definitely some uh, um, critical words of wisdom, and I hope that everyone takes heed and governs themselves accordingly, because um, anything worthwhile is not easy. So, um, oh, you know, so you know, take your lumps and bruises, but then again, when it's when it's time to get your accolades, they feel even more special. You know, mm -hmm. so um, yes. to you, my brother, um, thank you so very much for taking time out from your busy schedule to um, have a conversation with me. And, you know, before I got in touch with you about this project, it has been a long time since we had spoken. So let's try to keep it, yeah. uh, you know, a little a little better, a little more frequently. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, because like I say, man, I remember I remember when you first started, man, and uh, I was just so happy, you know, that that you you still pressing it, man. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah, gotten, bro. You know, 
it's gotten a lot better and as it should as it should mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, gotten mm-hmm. a lot better and the presentations have gotten better and the website everything has gotten better so um and now like i said these live events and they're being uh received very well um, yeah and i always give first dibs to the people that i feature online right you know what i mean yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I always put the invitation out, like, "Yo, can you make it? You know, if you can, let's make it happen." And then, you know, people they'll hear you on the website and on the online program, but now they get a chance to hear you live. So, right, right. Um, you know, a lot of people have said, "Damn, um, you know, this is a good thing you got going, brother." Especially a lot of our more established citizens. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they always tell me, man, you're doing something good. And people, my sons and daughters age in their 30s and whatnot, have, you know, come around and say, yo. Um, and even younger than that, they said, man, that's right. nice what you're doing. So, you know, because a lot of times, you know, when you hear, uh, uh, when I'm talking to young people and they, you know, talking about rap and, and the battling thing, and I say, mm-hmm. well, listen to this. And I put on Dizzy Gillespie and right. Charlie Parker. And I right. said, that's the same thing. That's battling. That's the same thing. Then, you know, and they're just pushing each other, you know, going further and further, just like you do when you rap. And then when they do the, um, what they call it, the human beatbox, you know, Dougie, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. Right, and right, I said, right. Well, listen, and I put on Louis Armstrong doing he no, I'm saying, uh-huh. and then they and I said it's the same. This is where it started, right, you know, right, they, right, right. And they <laughs> and they catch on. And they say, you know what, Mister Clayton, you got something. You telling the truth there. So then that we just have to educate. We just oh, have absolutely, to absolutely about the history of this music and the, and the poetry as well. Yeah. Love oh yeah, poetry. that's beautiful too. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, all of that came from the experiences of. Uh, you know, uh, dealing with slavery and whatnot. Yeah, I mean? yeah. The griots used to tell stories and and sing the spirituals about wading in the water and all that kind of mm-hmm, stuff, stealing mm-hmm. away and and you know that kind of thing. And you know, back after the was the first World War, right? Or was it the uh, it was either the first World War? Yeah, when all of those brass instruments they were going to trash all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And melted down to nothing. But who was it? The brothers and sisters took those instruments and start creating music. <laughs> and that yeah, was and yeah. that 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 heavy New Orleans influence down there. Yes. So you know, and if we don't teach our history, which we don't as a people, we don't document our history the way other um, ethnic groups do. Right. You know, like you'll hear about the, you know, and it's not that it's not important, but I'm just saying, you'll hear about mm-hmm. the Holocaust, the Holocaust from now until the end of whatever, because right. Jews make sure that they keep that in the forefront of their history. The same, oh, with, absolutely. The same with the Italians, the same with the Germans, the same with mm-hmm. the Chinese, and, you know, African Americans need to do the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Because jazz is not, you know, jazz, like you said from the outset, is 
American classical music. Mm-hmm. They have over in Europe, they got Beethoven, Brahms, and Bach, and yep. all that kind of stuff. And we got the Duke. Duke. We have, uh-huh. the, we have the Count. The Count, right. <laughs> you know, that's right. We have, we have the Earl of Father Hines. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So we have mm-hmm. our own classical uh you know, musicians. Yeah, uh, Cal- Callaway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So we got all of that. So we just have to make sure that we document our history. But you know, thank you so much. This was this was a, a pure pleasure for me. And um, you know, I know it shines through when I when I put it up. Um, you know, on the podcast list, and mm-hmm. people get a chance to listen to it. It's just going to be fabulous. So, thank you oh, again bro. very much. Man, thanks for having me, brother. And man, it's it's just a pleasure talking to you as well, man. Thank you so much, man. And keep doing your thing, bro. Oh yeah, well, you know, <laughs> keep doing your thing, that, man. man. This is great, man. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna do that. And you keep doing your thing, cause uh, you know, I got a couple. I got a couple of hours left. I covered by some more music. You know what I mean? So uh, you know, Christmas didn't completely. Uh, <laughs> It didn't completely break me. So I might head on over to com and go get some of that music, uh, especially the tribute uh, series. Uh, I really love what you did there. So, you know, keep ah, up the good you, work. And, 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 you know, happy holidays to you, man, and, and your family, and, and just God bless you. Uh, you as well, brother. And uh, stay tuned the next year, musically oh, speaking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me for this episode of Spotlight Conversations, where we had the fantastic uh, conversation with the wonderful Jack Softness and arranger, producer, and writer, Mr. Rod Tate from out in St. Louis, Missouri. Thanks again for joining me. Have a wonderful holiday, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. All right. Same to you, brother. Thank you so much, man.